Hi there, I'm Vincent Boss and I provide dating and self-improvement advice. And in today's podcast, we're going to be discussing when you should break no contact. I provide audio coaching for breakup recovery, trying to get an ex back, attracting someone new and life coaching. Visit www.dateme.tips for more details. Please check your spam and junk folders if you are expecting an email from me. So now let's get back into today's podcast. And today we are discussing when you should break no contact. So if you're going through a breakup, you have likely heard of a no contact rule. And if you've heard of my version of a no contact rule, you would be understanding. But you should never contact your ex again unless they contact you first. However, there are caveats to this rule. And sometimes you actually need to be reaching out to your ex first. And hence, you should be breaking no contacts. But when are these times? In today's podcast, I'm going to be discussing the three times when you should break no contacts. So let's get straight into this. And point number one is if you're the dumper. So if you're listening to this as a dumpy, please keep listening. But I'm going to be speaking from your perspective very shortly. But right now we're going to be concentrating on the dumper's perspective. And if you're the dumper, you need to be breaking no contact. If you're the dumper, you need to be reaching out to your ex the dumpy. Now, there is something I need to add to this. And that you should only be breaking no contact once. So if you're the dumper, you break no contact once. So let's go back to the breakup itself and just see exactly how the situation plays out. You are the dumper. You decided to end your relationship. And clearly, you've now changed your mind. You've decided that you want to at least speak with your ex and see whether it's potentially possible to reconnect. So if you want to be doing this, if you're considering reconnection, you need to be reaching out to your dumpy and not waiting for them. And the reason for this is you've already explained your reason, your situation by ending the relationship. You basically said in your own words, this relationship is over. And at that stage, the dumpy is going to be respecting your decision and seeing it from their point of view that they need to be moving forward on their own journey because you've made the decision to move forward on your own path. And therefore, the first thing I would say if you're the dumper is you need to be reaching out to your ex for dumpy. You know, you need to be reaching out to them, apologizing, explaining yourself somewhat, and in essence saying at the end of the message, if you would like to chat, please get back to me. Now, at this stage, you do go into what I would refer to as a permanent no contact. At this stage, you will never contact your ex again unless they contact you first. But that is on the back of you reaching out once. So if you're the dumper, you do break no contact. You break it once. You reach out once to your ex the dumpy. You apologize. You explain your reasoning for the decision that you made when you ended the relationship. And you basically say, look, if you would like to chat, please send me a message. And at that point, you go into my version of a no contact rule. And that is where you will see if and when your expert dumpy wants to make contact with you. There's no guarantee they will. And you need to respect their decision if you don't hear from them again. But if you're the dumper, you've changed your mind, maybe not even definitively change your mind. Maybe you're just wondering how things are going. You want to reach out. You just want to kind of see 
how things might work before you make a decision on your perspective, you've got to make that first move. You've got to reach out. But please bear in mind that even if your expert dumpy does respond, they don't necessarily want to get back with you. You know, it does take two. It's not just about you making a choice of, I want to reconnect, let's get back together. No, you know, you've got to realise that it's both of your decision. But the first step you need to take on this is to reach out to your dumpy and then implement my version of a no contact rule from there where you will never contact them again unless they contact you first. So you've ended the relationship, you've somewhat changed your mind or at least you're curious about your ex, you need to reach out to them and then go into a permanent no contact unless they contact you again from there. So now let's get into point number two and the second point of today's podcast about when you should break no contact. And point number two is for a necessary reason. So now we're speaking about not just the dumper, but the dumpy as well. Like I said, dumpies, this is now for you, but also dumpers, this plays into it as well. And one of the reasons why you should break no contact is for a necessary reason. You know, my version of a no contact rule is all about reaching out to your ex if it's necessary. But if it isn't necessary, then you shouldn't be doing so. Again, unless you're the dumper, I've already just spoke about that. So what do I mean by necessary reason? Well, first of all, you need to be honest with yourself. You need to be absolutely fair, honest and genuine when you consider what is a necessary reason. Because sometimes I speak to dumpies and they'll be explaining to me why they need to reach out to their expert dumper. And honestly, they're just making excuses. You know, honestly, they're just trying to invent reasons as for why they should be reaching out. Because if they were looking at this from the outside looking in, as I would be, then you would see that this is not a good enough reason. In essence, it's more about nerves, it's more about anxiety, it's more about desperation to try and reach out for whatever reason you can think of. But there are some necessary reasons. One necessary reason would be regarding post or mail. Let's just say, for instance, that you know that a very important letter, maybe it is a bill, for instance, or a cheque or something, is going to where your ex lives and it is for you. You know, you need to be reaching out and asking for this. You need to be saying, look, if this comes through, please, can you let me know? Because I really need it. Alternatively, flipping it round, maybe you've received something through the post of a mail that is your ex's. And again, you know, it's important. You need to be reaching out to them and letting them know because there's no guarantee they will know it's due to arrive. So you need to be making that honest, genuine contact. Now, if you want to reconnect with your ex, this is absolutely going to help you. I don't mean it's going to help you there and then, but it's going to help you because it's going to show you are respectful. You're not being bitter. You're not hiding away their mail and their post because you feel that they don't deserve to have it. You know, you're being honest, you're being respectful, you're being genuine. You're saying, look, hey, this has come through the post. Would you like this? Okay, now at that stage, you may want to be trying to work out a way where post and mail can be redirected so this isn't a common occurrence because if it goes on for too long like this it would seem somewhat suspicious maybe even deliberate that one or both of you is wanting post or mail delivered to the other's house so that you can generate contact right you know you've got to be thinking that if things seem too obvious the other person who might not necessarily want things to go this way at this moment is probably going to get frustrated but certainly on a one-off instance one two maybe three times you know then maybe you want to be getting this completely sorted but if something is at your house or you know it's at their house and you need it or they need it you've got to be making contact it's honest it's genuine it's respectful and even though it can't get your ex back 
very unlikely at this moment. In the future, it could be the building block of them thinking more positively about you. Now, when you reach out for something like this, I suggest you keep things on point. Don't start flirting with your ex unless they flirt with you. I would keep things on point, be polite, be respectful, be pleasant, and just let them know the exact reason why you're reaching out. Another necessary reason, somewhat similar but different, is if you find a possession that is at your house but is your ex's. And again, that it's something that they really, really need. You know, when I was talking about necessary post, necessary mail, I was talking about maybe a bill, maybe a check, not something which is junk mail. You know, you don't contact your ex to say, hey, you've got some junk mail here. No, that's not necessary. Similarly, if you find a pair of socks at your house, which are your ex's, and you've been split up nine months, I would say it's safe to assume they don't need this and there's no need to reach out to them. But if you find a possession, maybe a laptop, maybe some expensive clothing, maybe something which is very sentimental to them that you know, this is when you should be reaching out. And similarly, if you know one of your possessions is at their house, again, you need to be reaching out. Keep things on point, keep things respectful, and you will understand that if and when you decide to reconcile in the future, which could happen, this would have been a starting point for that respect to start rebuilding. Now, if you don't know what is necessary and what is unnecessary, if you are confused about whether or not you should be reaching out to your ex, then you may want to consider my audio coaching service, where I mean you can speak one-on-one -on -one about your specific unique situation. Go to my website www.dateme.tips for more information about how I can become your coach and your teammate via my audio coaching service. So now let's get into point number three and the final point of today's podcast about when you should break no contact. And point number three is for a Hail Mary reason. Now this is a very important point and you need to fully understand what I'm saying here because if you misjudge this, things could go wrong. So a Hail Mary reason, as I would describe, is a last-ditched attempt. This is something that some people use in sporting analogy when it's a bit of a hit and hope. Maybe it's the last second of a game and somebody's trying to score in whatever sport it may be in a somewhat unrealistic sense. Maybe one in a hundred, one in a thousand times, maybe even, it actually works out for you. So connect to Mr. Breakups, the Hail Mary reason is just that. It's a last-ditched attempt, but the problem arises when anxious dumpees start to feel that this is last-ditched, when in reality it's not. You know, if you perform a Hail Mary reason, which I'm going to be going into very shortly, and you misjudge it, and in reality it wasn't really a Hail Mary reason, then you may have just cost your chance of reconnecting. From the research that I've done, if you were to push away by frustrating, annoying, somebody thinking that you are chasing them too excessively. This could be a scenario where a dumper, or maybe if it's flipped around the dumpy, whatever the situation may be, if a person who doesn't want to hear from you is feeling that you are pestering them, then this could be a scenario where you may get blocked, maybe things go even further than that. Unfortunately, it will reduce that chance of success for you reconnecting. So when you are performing a Hail Mary, it's got to be a genuine Hail Mary reason. It's got to be a genuine last-ditched reason and not just an excuse. So for instance, if you are somebody who's been reading or listening online to some 
theories of other versions of a no-contact rule that I don't agree with, such as the 30-day no-contact rule. You know, I don't agree with the 30-day no-contact rule. I do not believe in the 30-day no-contact rule. But if you were to listen to the 30-day no-contact rule, then maybe you would think that if it got to the 31st day, if not before that, you should be reaching out to your ex. And you're going to be thinking, well, this is a Hail Mary reason. I've not heard from my ex within 30 days. I need to be reaching out to them. Now, I do not believe in a 30-day no-contact rule. My version of no-contact rule is different. If you want to understand more about my version, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, ring the bell for notifications, and check out my playlist entitled The No-Contact Rule, because you can then fully immerse yourself in my version of the rule. But I digress. If you were to follow that advice that other people give, and decide that you need to reach out to your ex because this is a last-ditched attempt because it's the 31st day, I would suggest that this is a huge mistake. Because from my research, the average amount of time that a dumper reaches out to a dumpee is around six months. So if you were to consider jumping the gun after 30, 31 days, this could be seen as pestering, chasing, and pushing your ex further away, as I've just described. When in reality, this isn't last-ditched. You know, it's not last-ditched, it's not a Hail Mary reason, but you are believing that it is. Maybe you're convincing yourself, maybe you're listening to other advice that I don't agree with. So you see my point, a Hail Mary reason is a reason to break no contact, but it's got to be a true Hail Mary reason, a true last-ditched reason. And therefore, I thought I'd give a good example of when I had a coaching client who had a Hail Mary reason. And in this situation, my coaching client had been broken up with their ex, who was their dumper, they were the dumpy. They'd been broken up for a number of months. Now, they found out that their ex, the dumper, was about to move country, okay? They was about to move country, and in all essence, this was really a last-ditched moment. Now, I'm not a big fan of long-distance relationships, but for the dumper and dumpy in this instance to have any chance of reconnecting before the dumper was going to move to a different country, this would have to happen ASAP. You know, the dumpy was going to have to try to find out if there was a way of reconnecting and then regrowing their relationship long distance when their dumper actually moved. So after much discussion, we decided this was a Hail Mary reason. And a few weeks before the dumper was due to move to a different country, we decided it was a good strategy for the dumpy to reach out. And in this instance, it did have some level of success. It had a level of success where the dumper did respond and they did agree to meet up. Unfortunately, from the last I heard of the story, the dumper, when they met up, was basically saying, we can stay friends, we can stay pen pals, but beyond that, I don't really see how this can work. And, you know, like I've said, long-distance relationships very rarely work in the long term. They need a closing of space. They are tough to manage. So how do you look on this? Was it successful or not? Well, they didn't get back together at that time. I don't speak to the dumpy anymore. I don't know what happened beyond that point into the months, if not years. I think it may have been since I last spoke to them in the future. I don't know what happened from that story. But the last I heard, they were agreeing somewhat to be kind of pen pals. I said to the dumpy, I wouldn't accept a friendship, even a pen pal, that is just going to prolong your, your struggle. But it is their choice. They will do their own thing as you will do. You know, you are all the captain of your own ship. But ultimately, that was a Hail Mary reason. 
Their ex was moving to a different country. There's very little time left. That is a good reason to reach out to your ex. A genuine Hail Mary last ditch reason. Whereas I do not believe that some of the other examples that I've heard in the past are good reasons. The classic one being what I've already said when it gets to 30, 31 days of no contact. That, in my opinion, is not a good reason to break no contact. And if you want advice and support on whether you believe your situation has a true Hail Mary reason for you to break no contact and reach out to your ex, then again, my audio coaching service could be for you because we can speak one-on-one about your specific situation. If you believe that this podcast has helped you, then please consider buying me a coffee. The link to do so is in the description.